Hello everyone, and welcome to Magic to My Ears Monday. I'm Abby here with my co-host Grace, and this week's special guest, my friend Sasha, for this week's topic, Disneyland Insight, Kitty Corner. Let's get into it. Hello everyone, welcome to Magic to My Ears Monday. I'm Abby here with my co-host Grace and this week's very special guest, my friend Sasha. I want to say hi, Sasha. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> so today I brought Sasha on so that we can chit-chat about what it's like going to Disneyland with a child as opposed to going without. So Sasha, you want to tell us a little bit about your family dynamic, like what it's like when you take your little one? Um, Sure. Um, so I have a daughter, her name is Abigail, uh, she's currently six years old. Um, we, I've been taking her to Disneyland for just about two years. Um, I used to live in Hawaii and we moved back to California about three years ago. Um, and that was around the time where... I in, first introduced her to Disneyland. Okay, and when you're first, how old was she when you first took her? Was it like four? I'm trying to think of the math here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and how did that go? Like, did you did you have an expectation for when you went? Like, did you think did you have a plan in mind, or you just kind of wing it through the whole day? Um. Kind of, well. I wouldn't say we we were winging it the entire day. Um, I've been to other places with her, not an amusement park of that size, um, but we've gone to um, zoos and museums before. So in that aspect, we kind of knew what we were doing. We took her with um, a stroller and snacks and lots of water. Um, but as to what rides we would go on um, and what we would do first, uh, that was more um, more of uh, just kind of like Im- improv as we went. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Is there like was there like a hard point in the middle of the day like that was more difficult for you? Like was there a time where she got cranky or that she didn't want to eat or anything like that? Because I know my brother had that issue when we were kids. Uh, that started from almost the beginning. Um, we, we were going in and she noticed that there were tons of lines and she isn't the most patient person. Um, so she got very frustrated very quickly. Um, and then when we were met with more lines um, and then having her get in and out of the stroller consistently, she started to get very frustrated um, and wasn't liking that a whole bunch. But as to the whole uh, riding rides and trying all the different things and seeing um, so many of the characters that she's seen through all the movies, she really liked that part. What was it? Did you ever have to like tell her, like, if you're not going to sit in the shoulder, you have to hold my hand? Because I had that issue with my... Uh, cousin at the time uh she was i think four or five and 
she would not stay in her stroller. She just, she couldn't contain herself. And I said, you have to either sit in your stroller or hold my hand. Cause if I lose you, your mom's going to kill me. So you need to, you need to hold on to my hand. Like, did you be a kid like that? That just had to be constantly running around. Um, yes and no, uh, because she had a stroller and she didn't necessarily want to walk anywhere. Um, and she she had a costume on, um, so Aww. she had that on for the majority of the day. Um, so she didn't really have that, um, I want to run somewhere and not come back. She's actually really good at listening when we ask her to hold hands or, hey, you need to just stand here for a little bit. We're waiting in line for something. Um, even though she gets impatient, she she listens pretty well. Okay, well, that's a plus. Grace, anything you want to ask? <laughs> I know I've been kind of taking over the conversation. <laughs> no, you're good. Have you seen a big difference of how she is, like, say, when you first took her to now when she's a little older? Are there, like, the attractions that she's more so interested in? Does she have, like, certain expectations of what she wants to do first, last, etc.? Um... I wouldn't say that there's any particular ride that she has like a favoritism towards, but when she knows that she's going to Disneyland, she knows that um, it includes rides, characters, um, dressing up, um, getting to eat new fun things, um, possibly trying new rides that she hasn't gone on before because she wasn't tall enough the first time around. Um, so there is that really fun aspect of she gets to try new things every time she's there um which is fun for her there's some things that she does remember um she remembers the the carousel <laughs> um, and she she likes that one um and then there's a couple rides here and there that she really likes are there rides that you had to ever like i know my dad has had, had the most difficult time getting me on like parts of the caribbean or on a mansion did she ever have that age of like, I'm not going in there, it's too scary, or was she kind of more the adventurous kind of kid? Well, we didn't really necessarily tell her it was scary. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of just had to experience it um, as it was, and then she could decide for herself whether or not that was scary or not. Most of the times, even on like, we took her on Pirates of the Caribbean and she wasn't too scared. Um, she actually liked the water ride and going down um, the um, all the big drops, um, and she thought it was actually pretty cool. Um, I think the only one that she was actually kind of freaked out about was um, Haunted Mansion. Mm, I mean, can't blame her there. I mean, there's a hanging guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only one that I think that she remembers clearly enough that she doesn't want to go back to. Gotcha. Are there any kind of each time you go, there's some do's and don'ts that you know it's going to be different each time. But are there any that you just know, like yes, this is definitely we should do this for the future. You know, bringing snacks or something like that. Versus don'ts like having a set time frame for anything. Like, do you have any of those that could be helpful? Um. Well, Abby is actually still kind of young, um, and her bedtime is really really early. Um, so for us, um, we can't really stay too late. So all the firework shows, um, and all those things, she, I don't think she's actually ever watched any of them. Um, she went once with her, um, her bio father, 
and he had her stay a lot later than uh, she's normally used to um, staying awake for. Um, and he told me that she fell asleep before the fireworks even started. Uh-huh. So for us, it's more of um, making sure that we leave at a reasonable hour. You can We can kind of tell when she's had enough for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just means it's time to leave. Um, definitely some do's is we, we bring our own stroller every time. Um, don't want to have to rent from Disney, um, Disneyland, just because they're, while they're nice, they're, we're already paying for our tickets and then her ticket and parking and food. So Mm -hmm. why, why an extra cost at this, at the stroller as well? So we bring our own, um, definitely bring our own water bottles that, uh, we can refill if we you know finish them um and then uh for snacks actually we ended up just buying around um because it's the whole disneyland experience for her is is a treat um so why not treat while we're there oh i like that idea yeah and um when you say like time do you have like um a time for lunch maybe or does she ever get really cranky in the middle of the day because I do you do notice that kind of slump in the middle of the day where kids start like screaming their heads off and like they all parents leave the hotel so is there a time <laughs> you have to make her like sit down like take a little bit of a nap or anything like that um sort of uh she doesn't take naps anymore but she is on a relatively similar um schedule time-wise uh, so she eats at specific times of the day. So she'll get hungry around specific times of the day. So trying, we don't have to really guess um, to when she'll be hungry. Uh, we just actually just stick to the same schedule that she's on currently. Um, and then we go from there. So eating at like 11.30 for lunch and around 4 or 5 for dinner. Um, and then she can go maybe another hour and then we're done. Would you recommend that to other parents being like having a set schedule for their kids at Disneyland? Because I know, once again, the screaming children echoes throughout the park at, <laughs> at three o'clock. So. <laughs> um, this one, I would say it depends on the kid and it depends on the parent. If the kid is on a schedule, I would definitely say try and keep them on the schedule. Um, if they're not, then, you know, go with what your kid is telling you. If they're telling you that um, they're hungry, go get something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds fair. Doable. Would you have, it, would you have any advice for first-time parents bringing their kids to Disneyland, be it, you know, them being three or four or when they're a little bit older? Um, I would say definitely wait for your kid to be able to remember the experience. Um, you take them when they're too young, there's almost nothing that you guys can do. Um, and with ticket prices being what they are, (laughs) um, when you add in a child's ticket as well, um, and they can't really quite remember the experience, it kind of takes away from the magic. Um, when I was able to see her face from the first time that she saw Disneyland and she saw the castle, that is a priceless moment that you won't get back. So. (laughs) That's what I was going to, I was actually going to ask you that too, because um, 
they saw the difference from when I first went. I was two because my dad just couldn't wait. And I remember like little bits and pieces, but not enough to really make that. I mean, it was in the ni- like the '90s, so it was a little bit cheaper. But you know, to make that price really worth it. I mean, for me, it, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think the perfect age would be like four or five. Do you think older, younger? What do you think? Um, I would say around five is probably a really good age because by then they've probably been exposed to at least a few Disney movies. Um, and then again, that wow factor when they first go into the park and they're seeing like uh, downtown Disney and then, you know, Main Street and then it all kind of segues into the castle. And when you get close enough and they see the castle for the first time and their their faces like that's that's like a picture perfect moment and I do have a picture of when she first saw the castle and that is a picture that like you you don't get that that kind of look back you know what I mean I think you showed me that picture actually I think I cried when I saw it (laughs) (laughs) I think you did (laughs) doesn't take much to make me cry but I'm pretty sure that like set me over the edge (laughs) (laughs) well uh sorry for making you cry (laughs) (laughs) it's all right it's fine um um, I was going to ask a question. And I can't remember what it was. Um, how early do you typically take her there? Like, do you get there like when it opens or do you wait a little bit later for her to like be kind of more awake or what would you suggest? Um, we go, we try to go when it opens. Um, I think if we waited, um, until later, we would still come into, we would still hit the same problem of, not um being able to stay very long um, because she would get tired around five regardless of what time we came there um so we do try to make the most out of the day um but then again there we've never tried to take her later so okay fair enough oh gracie any other what do you want to add (laughs) i'm trying to think i'm trying to remember (laughs) What it was like when I was monopolizing the conversation. I feel bad. (laughs) You're fine. I'm just trying to remember what it was like being a kid going. And I just remember going for my birthdays because, you know, if you bring your birth certificate, you get the free ticket for, you know, the glory days of Disneyland until they make everything more expensive. (laughs) I'm just trying to remember, like, what do I actually remember? (laughs) I think the point of. Like, once they're able to really understand what's going on, try and seek out the characters and the rides based on, you know, the stories they like and stuff like that. I think that is a really good point. I do remember one week, my parents woke me up at the crack of dawn and surprised me on my birthday going to Disneyland. You know what? I'm not a morning person, but this, this is worth it. And, you know, I slept in the car, so it was fine. But I just, I'm, I'm thinking back on the times I've seen families there and there's this one time when we were waiting for the fireworks and I was younger I was probably in high school or something and there's this family with two kids and they were sitting next to me and I talked to those kids for an hour before the fireworks started the parents were totally chill the kids were probably like eight and five or something brother and sister and what I loved about it is that if say I just go to a coffee shop and there's kids next to me if we just started up a conversation. People are going to be like, why are you talking to random children? But go to Disneyland. And it's almost, it's the norm. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. It's like encouraged. Have you, 
Yeah, just because everything's friendly. Have you, like, experienced that? Have you seen, like, other families, you know, come up and you start chatting? Or, like, have you experienced that with your own kid? I'm curious. Um, I've definitely seen it. <laughs> um, my kid, for the most part, doesn't go up to people, for the most part, um, doesn't go up to people and just start talking to them. Um, we've had a couple kids um, come up to me a couple times and talk to me. Um, which was fine. I was all right with it. The parents kind of were like, oh, don't talk to strangers. I'm like, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you do make a good point. It is sort of kind of normal or at least normalized in um, both Disneyland and, and um, California Adventure where you can kind of talk to the adults as a child and it's still okay. Um, and your parents won't freak out too much. <laughs> I mean not even just the the parents that are there, but I, I saw this amazing moment. I almost broke down in the middle of Main Street because I don't know what's wrong with me. But this, it was like we were waiting for like the sound stational parade or something. And you know, it was one of the nighttime parades. I think it was the, um, the paint the night parade. Hmm. And this little boy was sitting there and he had this little Mickey Mouse wand, you know, those little bubble wand things that like light up. And one of the cast members, guys with like the lights that are like moving people along, comes up to him and goes, Hey buddy, I might need your help to start this parade. Do you want to help me? He goes, Yeah, I don't know, but I'm not I'm not really magical. I can't really do it. And this guy was like determined to make this kid <laughs> So he was like, I think you can do it, but I need you to come with me. So he like walks him like to the middle of the street and he says, Okay, on the count of three, I want you to wave your wand and say, Start the magic. He counts to three. The kid waves the wand to start the magic, and literally the lights dimmed at the exact moment. The kid looked at himself like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I'm thinking about it, because it was such an amazing moment for this kid. He was probably like three or four. And for a little kid to be like, I'm not really magic. You know, kids shouldn't be giving up on magic yet. And this guy, this guy was like determined. I'm going to make this kid believe in magic if it kills me. And I swear to God, the rest of the parade, he's, like, waving that thing around, like, yes, I am magical. I got this. And the fact that the cast members make it such a magical experience for kids, like, did, did, has Abby ever had, like, interaction with, like, a character or a cast member that has just made her day? Um, not really. It's more of just, <laughs> um, she's seen, she's seen some and they've waved her and she's, she's had kind of that like wow factor, like, oh my God, I saw them in that movie. <laughs> um, and then her, her favorite character, it, one of her favorite characters is Elsa and we have yet to meet her. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but we were able to see, um, the, the musical that they have. Yeah, and when she saw them on stage, uh, she freaked out so much, and she was, like, shouting in the theater. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Calm down. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, my God, no, you don't understand. That's Elsa. Elsa's on the stage. And I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, I understand. Shh. Between Disneyland and California Adventure, I don't think she knows the difference. I think she just kind of sees them both as the same place. Fair enough. They're one that kind of caters to you think you know, a certain age group better than the other. 
Because they're um, is a lot bigger. They have a lot wider range. But I would say Disneyland just because um, they have more options for you, um, as opposed to uh, California Adventure. While it's great and the rides there are are really fun, um, there isn't as much to there aren't as many rides um, and there aren't isn't as much variety um, going on like wants and uh, likes and dislikes. Um, for example, um, in Disneyland you have um, you know Fantasyland where you can you can go on either what is typically considered like a girly ride or a scary ride or more towards aimed towards uh boys whereas um california adventure like you have that but there's only a few options for for that would you say that it's not really worth to get a park hopper with a young kid or would you still recommend it um abby would not have been able to see that show if we had not got a a oh, park hopper so i think it depends on what your kid likes and dislikes if your car if your kid really likes cars get a park hopper because it's worth it they get to go basically down that street and you know there's a there's a ride there's several rides in there that they can you know experience if they don't really like too much of what's going on in california adventure then yeah it's not it's not too worth it for you because I will say I have no, I mean, they. it started out as more of a park for adults. That's kind of what they called it. They were like, you know, the parent side of the park because it was all, you could drink wine there. You could, you know, there were bars and they kind of, they didn't really have, they had, you know, the Malibuomer and California Screaming and rides that kids can't go on. And then over the years, you know, they turned it into Buena Vista Street and they made the, um, there's a new Inside Out ride and there's Jesse's Ground Up merry go or something. That's actually very fun. And over the years, I think they've kind of, realize that more people would would pay for a park hopper if you had the kid's side so i think i think it's valid to say that depending on what your kid likes i think that's a very good point you know you know whether or not to go i do think they're making more of an effort though there is more of a wide range now but i do think disneyland if you don't know what your kid likes (laughs) (laughs) for whatever reason if you don't know what they like it's a good point too because disneyland has some yes everything is themed of course but they have some character neutral you know, areas like the Jungle Cruise isn't specific to any one in particular. Yes, it's next to, you know, Tarzan's treehouse and stuff like that, but it's, you you know, if you like spaceships, go over here and there's other stuff like that. Or if you want to drive little cars and stuff like that, like, it's a bit more non-specific, which is nice. California Adventure, I feel like, like, when we went for grad night, it was a blast because we were older. And nothing was like, you know, this is the Cinderella ride. Like, you know. So I could definitely see that. And I, I will say that with Disneyland as well, um, you you know, it used to be Tom Sawyer's Island, but now it's Pirate's Lair. And even though, you know, I know technically, you know, old days, boys like pirates, but it's, it's so much fun for your kids to be able to, like, let them run around. Like, I took my little cousin there, and she was obsessed with it, because there was so much to explore, because you don't know where anything is, so there was, you know, they give you, like, a little map, and they, well, they used to anyway, and, um, you know, there's little bridges to run on, so I think there is more of a variety of areas for kids to, you know, run, instead of just waiting in line, because I know, 
I had to make her wait. She really wanted to go on Pinocchio, and that was like a half an hour wait. And she was like four years old. She's like, why am I sitting in this line? You can't explain to a four-year-old because you can't just jump on a boat. You just jump on this ride. I mean, you could, but like... You'd probably be escorted out of the park. <laughs> That's not an actual experience for anybody involved. <laughs> What, um, what does she think about um, the new, I know it's not really new anymore, but the Princess Pavilion. Did she like it over there? Um, haven't gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of sad because, well, with, uh, with COVID, um, we, we did have plans to go to Disneyland um, and show her a whole bunch of things that she hasn't seen before, um, trying to get her to meet Elsa and Anna if she was there, just trying to get her to see more of both parks, um, and then COVID happened. So now it's more of just whenever it opens. <laughs> it's, the day Disneyland closed down was the day that my heart died. <laughs> Say that in the middle of this very happy uh, conversation. Um, <laughs> um, is there anything like food-wise you suggest to to parents? Like any place that has a lot of kids food that she likes? Because I know there. I mean, most of the places obviously have kids food, you know, like macaroni and cheese and apple slices. But is there a place that has a lot more options for the pickier kid? I won't comment on this only because I know that um, a lot of parents have specific dietary needs they want their children to have, whether it's um, non-GMO or vegan or vegetarian, etc. Um, and that's, it's kind of unfair to say that like, we like to go to this place and they're like, well, we don't, we can't eat there. <laughs> so, so that one's just kind of like a, well, I would shop around, um, look at their menus, um, see basically what you think that your kid will eat. Um, most parents know, for the most part, what their kid won't eat and what they will eat. Um, so once they've kind of walked around and found a restaurant that they know, like, hey, my kid will eat, I don't know, uh, grilled cheese. This is the one for us. <laughs> okay. Because I remember when I was a kid, the place that we always had to go because of my brother and our friend Jimmy, we had to eat at Pizza Port every <laughs> And I love that place. I do, but I was like, can we try something? No, just I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll just I'll go wherever you go. I swear <laughs> like five years we couldn't go anywhere else but Pizza Port. And to be, to be fair, we were children, but it's a lot of pizza. <laughs> a lot of pizza. That's true. <laughs> um is there any planning ahead of time like you when I was younger my dad and I would go on a lot of rides and if my mom wasn't interested she'd just kind of sit back and relax and stuff is there any like planning that you do with like when you take a break or like there's going to be this ride next to this store I'm going to go gift shop over here well you know like is there any you know pre-day game plan in that way oh heck yes (laughs) (laughs) um for the most part, at least for our trips, we plan the months in advance. Oh, wow. Kudos. <laughs> um, <a> plan. <laughs> um, just because we, for for me specifically, I, I prefer to do something and know that I have a plan to do it um, as opposed to going there and trying to figure it out. Um, it's just one of my 
quirks. <laughs> um, I've also gotten really, really, really spoiled with their fast pass system that, that you can use on your phone. Um, so <laughs> guilty <laughs> on the rides that I know that the lines are particularly long. Um, usually by the time we've gone through like security, we've already started trying to attempt to look at like, what are the wait times? Um, how soon can we get like a fast pass for this one? Oh, we can upgrade our ticket. Then we're doing it. Like, <laughs> um, it, it's a good app, especially since you can, to, sorry, sidetrack once again, but the first time I used the app, I'm sorry. Um, first time I used that app and I didn't even have a kid with me, me and my brother were waiting in line for the new star Wars ride. And we're like, okay, well, we're going to be hungry after this. So we should try and find a place to eat. So we had already ordered our food, gotten the second fast pass in 45 minutes. By the time we got out of the ride, we had our lunch was waiting for us. We had a fast pass waiting for us in 10 minutes. Like, it's a great system, especially if you have a kid, because they're going to be so impatient. Oh, yeah. that's We we basically run our, um, our entire trip through that app. Um, we're basically waiting until the next um, available time for us to choose the next fast pass. Um, and sometimes we'll cancel one because we know that it, um, if you cancel one um, and you get a different one, you'll, the time between getting the next one is faster. So on the lines that you can't get fast passes for, that's where we're already planning our next one, um, usually in line. <laughs> Does she have a favorite ride that she has to go on over and over and over again? Um... So far, no. Hmm. So far, no. It's actually surprising to me that because ours, when I was a kid, was Dumbo. We had to keep waiting in that line for forty-five minutes, which is you know the longest <laughs> line ever. And Jack and I didn't understand the the purpose of a line. We thought we could just get right back on. So we get off. We're like, let's go again. And my parents like, we have to wait another forty-five minutes. Burst into tears, screaming, and they're like, okay, um, we're gonna go now. <laughs> She has a preference, um, but she doesn't have to go on one, like, over and over and over again. Okay. What's your preference? She likes roller coasters and anything with giant drops. Really? (laughs) Yes. I'm very impressed. She likes uh, the the Matterhorn, um, and I've... That makes great sense. <laughs> that was my first roller coaster. Like that and oh. Thunder Mountain. Those were my first roller coasters because that was the opposite. That was a whim. So, <laughs> like my little stuff of like, this is a coaster that I can handle. This is what my bladder can handle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, she really likes the fast rides and anything with like a giant drop. Um, I've come to not like Matterhorn ever since I gave birth <laughs> something about it just drives me nuts I can't I can't go on that one over and over um, in fact I can't go on a roller coaster and then another roller coaster and then another one I have to take a break and she's sitting on the side like why can't we go on a ride <laughs> <laughs> like what's happening come on oh no you're on the mom bench <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm on the mom bench <laughs> they had this and they did mom benches and like <laughs> and stuff like that like the 
cup holders. <laughs> you know, you always see like a gaggle of parents like sitting outside some of the roller coasters. Like, I can't go on this anymore. My back, and I'm like, oh, you poor thing. I'm so sorry. Yep, uh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so surprised the Yeti doesn't scare her. The Yeti scares me. And I'm 25. She likes it. Um, she likes having that that thrill factor, which is why I think she likes Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I remember when it was chiller and then they added all the dips and stuff. That was like, yes. wait, wait, this is different. Hang on. <laughs> I got so scared. I was gripping on so hard. Be like, that's a thing. You, this was a quiet boat ride. Why? It's so, okay that, it's so much better, but I'm like, I why? This is crazy. And in the middle of the day, when you're hot, you do pirates. That's you know. Oh yeah, pirates, haunted mansion, even Jungle Cruise sometimes can be a nice little break. Oh yeah, you get that little corner, mm-hmm. you know. Especially when the piranhas start coming out, you know, at the end, you get that nice little <laughs> splash. In the <laughs> right. Um. There's another question I was gonna ask you, Grace. While I'm thinking, do you have anything else? Do you have another question? What is it like when going into the shops? Like, do you say, you know, you can get stuff, you can't get stuff? Is it kind of spur of the moment? I'm curious what the gifts are, because as an adult, we always hit certain gift shops and we're like, okay, there's this glassworks that we always hit because they have little mini figurines. But we can say no to ourselves if we decide something expensive. What is that experience like? Um it's it's normally something that we do at the end when she's already tired that's a good strategy i'm writing that down (laughs) because by that time we know that she doesn't want to really sit and shop or even run around the store and shop it's more of just i want to sit in my stroller oh i get something here this is the one thing that i want can we go now like (laughs) um so we wait until she's really, really tired, and then we go. Then we go to the stores. Um, she kind of perks up when she knows that like she can get something, and she'll go look for that thing. But when we're kind of looking around, she's kind of like, "Yeah, can we? Can we go? When can we go?" <laughs> <laughs> that is not something I've experienced as a child. I wanted. To- <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I don't know. I think it's just because normally we tell her you can only get a certain certain amount, one, two, maybe three things, um, depending on how much it costs. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's normally pretty good at that. And again, by the time she's tired, she only wants to grab those the first three things that she thinks she'll like, and then she kind of want to leave. She kind of wants to leave. Do you go to? A, is there a certain shop like Grace was saying about her shop that she likes? Is there shops that you guys like to go to? Um, not really. <laughs> we go in whatever one that she wants to go into. If she sees one that she likes that particularly catches her eye, we'll go into that one. Yeah, fair enough. Um, oh, my question was, uh, the dreaded Toontown. I know most parents avoid that place like the plague. I know mine used to. Do you take her there? Do you like her, like, does she like to go see Minnie's house and Mickey's house or go on the, uh, what is it called? The Toon Coaster or the something? Wait. What is wrong with Toontown now? Now I'm, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> because it's like a lot, of, a lot of kids don't want to leave, so the parents get stuck there for like hours. You know, every kid has to push every single button in in the, you know, the square. They have to go through Mickey and Minnie's house like three times. 
Like I know as a kid, I'm still like that. I'm again, I'm 25 years old. I'm like, I have to go through my class. My mom's like, are you serious? <laughs> and we go on like space mountain. I'm like, give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> um, she, she does. Um, she doesn't seem to have that fascination of wanting to stay there the entire time. Um, so yeah, we, we take her there. She, she doesn't have an, any real issues with that. In fact, she doesn't like going into like Minnie's house or Mickey's house just because she's like, the lines take too long. <laughs> really? I haven't, the last time I've actually been there, it wasn't that bad. Most people were like waiting in line. Well, I think probably cause Star Wars land opened up. So everybody jumped ship over there, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the last time we went, although Star Wars land was open, I think there was it either the ride had broken down or something so everyone had kind of filtered off to all the other lands um and we were waiting in mickey's house i think it was mickey's house for something close to like an hour and a half that's usually the longest one because he's usually always there minnie's not always there and if she is she's in the very front but Mm -hmm. you have to wait till the i'm so it's so sad that i know this (laughs) you have to wait till the very end when mickey's like in his uh uh steamboat willie outfit right yeah. Or his uh, Magic Mickey or whatever outfit. Uh, we have a picture somewhere, so I'll go look at it later. <laughs> so you don't mind Toontown that much because she doesn't really care about it as, as much as other kids do. Yeah, not really. <laughs> okay, I think she likes Disneyland as a whole, um, and she doesn't have a preference on which land. Um, that could possibly be an age thing. Um, and it might change as she gets older where she likes a particular lens more than another. And does she have like a fixation with, um, you know, finding the characters or waiting for parades or shows or anything like that? Nope. Uh, she doesn't have the pa- patience for that. <laughs> I'm um, I want to I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Um, I'm sensing a theme here of uh, no patience. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the definition of age six. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> she um, um, does not like lines. Um, and since we've been doing the fast pass thing, that she knows that we can do this quicker. So she's gotten spoiled by it too. <laughs> she didn't have to like the 90s kids did. <laughs> <laughs> Had to run to get those fast passes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to have somebody hold your space. It's like, okay, you go there, you go there. Exactly. <laughs> Are there any tricks to keep her, you know, kind of calm and waiting while she's in a line? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have a method, but it's not approved by most parents. <laughs> <laughs> we hand her a phone or an iPod or something so that she can play a game. Um, I know a lot of parents don't like their kids having screen time, but that's the thing that will keep her calm the longest. Hey, if it's a distraction. Yeah. A lot of parents do that at Disneyland. I don't think it's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's because those lines are really long, um, and you can only talk to your kid about Disneyland for so long before it's just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm talking about it. Can we actually Disneyland now? Yeah. Can we actually? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I have. Okay. I, I promised my parents to bring up this story because it's the cutest thing. ever. <clears throat> my aunt who is now, I think 34 or something like that. She, when she was a little girl, my parents were like in their forties and 
they went to, they took her and her brother to Disneyland and my dad took her brother to go do something and they and this was before cell phones so they couldn't find them and they were wandering around Disneyland for like two hours looking for my dad and my uncle and finally my aunt looks up at my mom and goes Cindy can we do an activity <laughs> it's like so sad <laughs> oh my goodness it's so sad I have a little like eight year old look up at you like please can we do something <laughs> <laughs> that's really cute <laughs> oh, well actually I have the, the big um, versus question now do you I mean obviously there's a big difference between going to Disneyland with a child and without but what, what do you think is the biggest difference aside, besides the actual child do you think like the time is a different thing or that the patience or you can do more without a child there what do you, what do you, sense, what do you see more when you, when you didn't have her when you went um there is a lot less um planning when you don't have a kid um there's you don't actually have to bring as much stuff um you don't have to stop and take as many breaks um and then debatably you don't feel as rushed to you kind of mentioned it earlier to get your money's worth um you don't necessarily feel that at least in my mind um because you you don't have this kid that's pulling you um to the next ride or to the next attraction um as as an adult you can kind of take your time um i don't know if that's the same with star star wars land being open and being like (laughs) um we can just leisurely walk there or being like, we need to go there now because that's a two and a half, three hour wait. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, I can tell you right now, the last time I went there for my birthday, it was me, my brother, our friend Orion and my parents. And we got to the gate at like 6.30 to make sure <laughs> that we were in the park by seven so we could put our names into the thing to get us a boarding time for the new Star Wars ride. And I can tell you right now, you have not experienced creepy until you've gone to Disneyland. Just wait, I know Grace is looking at me really weird. <laughs> so you get to Disneyland and at 8 o'clock precisely is when they open up the boarding times. So the park goes dead silent because everybody is focusing on hitting the button at the right time to get a boarding time. And you hit little bits and pieces of Woo, we got it or oh I'm sorry we didn't get it it's like the saddest thing ever like half the park is crying half the park is like cheering and we were lucky enough to actually get a boarding time and we were like woo and the woman next to us didn't get in we're like we're so sorry <laughs> it was so sad but it's, it's so creepy because there are like hundreds of people at this point in the park not maybe maybe up to a thousand maybe but we're all on main street just packed like sardines but you can't you could hear a pin drop because everybody is so anxious because when it had been open for maybe like i don't know five months so we were it was still really really fresh i mean obviously now it's still very fresh but we can't get in but everybody is just staring at their phones you can have four people up but you can have everybody in your group trying to get in so everybody's looking at their phone like did you get it did you get it did you get it, it it's the creepiest thing <laughs> <laughs> 
so weird. Yeah, <laughs> the, employees, Adams, the employees of Disneyland will ever hear throughout the day. <laughs> I mean, it's really weird how much Star Wars Land has actually changed everything. I think even to have a kid there is probably very different because if your kid is not into Star Wars and you're not into Star Wars, it's like, great, we'll just have a normal day and everything will be open and everything will be really less crowded because everybody is packed into Star Wars Land. I, I do have to say that when Star Wars Land opened and we did visit visit it, we walked through it. We didn't. We still haven't gone at basically through anything there. Um, we've walked through it, and that's about it. Um, but uh, all the other lines, for the most part, the the wait time has kind of gone down, and we've definitely capitalized on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I mean, Jack and I went first one time. We just went alone, just the two of us, and we sprinted. This is before the new ride was open, but we sprinted to Star Wars Land just like huffing and puffing we get there we get the ride the millennium falcon done but okay it's only only nine o'clock <laughs> what do we do now <laughs> so we of course like got three different fast passes and we just didn't stop that's the only problem i think with the new fast pass thing is it makes you just not stop moving because you're just like i have fast pass in 10 minutes another fast pass half an hour i have this to do you're just never done makes it worth it though it does make it worth it it just makes you very very tired <laughs> <laughs> And you get spoiled by the system, so there's that too. <laughs> have you tried it yet, Grace? The new pass, um, the new fast pass system. I have not. I haven't been to Disneyland in a hot minute, sadly. So that's that's on my bucket list of when everything you know calms down a little bit. <laughs> a lot of it. I mean, that's very fair. I mean, I'm not going back until everything is sorted out. Well, plus a bit after that even because the wave of people who are like, I've been deprived of Disneyland for months. I must get it back in my system. We're just going to bombard it. Like that's going to take a good month or two just to like, okay, everybody calm down. Can normal people go now? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know though, because Disney world, they've showed pictures. I love that. This is just transition to COVID. Um, <laughs> everything at this point. Yeah. It's pretty sad. <laughs> But Disney World, they showed pictures and like the, I know Disney World is a heck of a lot bigger and there's different lands, you know, and each land is probably about, can fit probably two Disneyland inside of it. But the streets were like empty and everybody's wearing masks, but, and everybody was flocking to it, but the streets were just empty. People said I could walk like down Main Street without any problems. So but because it's still during, post is going to be different because it's going to feel less like you need to be walking around in a bubble. True. I do wonder, we'll have to come back to this and talk about what it's like to have a kid there after the pandemic. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting because everything's going to change. I mean, oh. they now said at Disney World that people can't eat and walk. So you have to, like, sit at the restaurants now. You can't, like, have, like, a churro and, like, walk around. That, I will sue them if they, like, you have to be able to walk around with your ice cream and stuff looking at everything. That's like That's the- my mom said. She's like, I will eat my popcorn and walk down Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are just like, just close then. <laughs> You're taking the fun out of it. Just close. Oh my it's- goodness. <laughs> if you, you already, with or without a kid, you always have to think about like the cleansiness of everything because it is an amusement park. Like, mm, you know. But after this, the regulations are going to be different. Everyone's viewpoint of how often things need to be cleaned and stuff like that. I feel like everything's going to be bumped a bit for a good long while. Yeah. It, uh, mm. That's actually that's actually a good um, another question. 
what is in everybody's Disneyland backpack? Like, what do you bring with you? Or, yeah, Disneyland backpack. Like, what is, like, you know, sunscreen, water bottle? I know you talked a little bit about it, Sasha, but, like, what what are your big things in your backpack that you have to have? Like, the change of clothes. Yeah, socks, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, what, what do you um, put in your backpack? For Abby or for me? <laughs> uh, let's do both. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, and Abby, she has a water bottle that she can carry, um, a snack or two that I think that she'll be able to eat, um, a change of clothes, <laughs> um, all of it, um, every type of clothing, um, and a jacket, um, and that's all that we put in hers. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a lot for, I mean, that, not, not a lot. That's a perfect amount for a six-year-old to carry. <laughs> yeah. Does she actually yeah. carry her backpack all day? Or is it mostly attached like, to the stroller? Uh, it's mostly attached to the stroller. <laughs> no, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, why does she have to hold it? She, she's barely walking through the, <laughs> through the park. <laughs> all right, here, I'm very curious about everyone's opinion about this, okay? Walk around Disneyland, you'll always see a handful of parents with young kids, probably close to like three, with those backpack leashes. Uh, on <laughs> the dog walker? I mean, so I, I feel like you have to have a kid to understand why those exist. <laughs> so Abby used to have one. We used to have one for her um, because she was so unpredictable that when we were out and about um, walking around, this was in Hawaii, mm -hmm. um, sometimes she would just literally dart into a street mm -hmm. um, before we could grab her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I know a lot of people are just like, this is like, this is child abuse or this is like um, you're treating them like a dog or like a pet. I'm like, no, oh, you haven't had a kid that's unpredictable that will literally run in front of a car, a horse, book it to a different land in Disneyland, and you won't find them. So, now, I, I'm okay with them, to be honest. Now, I had the same opinion, though, of a lot of people who didn't have kids, where I was like, that's, like, so weird, and blah, blah, blah. And then I took my cousin, and she was <laughs> sitting in her stroller, and I'm like, if I lose this kid, I'm being disowned. So... I completely approve of the child <laughs> I get it. I just find it odd. No, I, it's very I think odd. I always will. I would love to talk to the whoever thought of it. I would love to think, <laughs> like, so you were sitting down at a coffee shop, and all of a sudden you see this kid. Like, I would love to know. It makes sense. I mean, I like now that they have the different designs. You know, like they have like a monkey or like a pig or something cute, but it used to just be like a harness, and it looked really weird. But oh. Kids so it like looks kind of like you know, so now it's like a backpack not a harness it's yeah like yeah abby's one was a backpack and it was in the shape of an owl oh it's <laughs> so, like a accessory <laughs> yeah with the little you know leash on it <laughs> how did she feel about it um she learned really quickly to not dart into streets and in a way it kind of helped her um, because she knew that if she just darted um, and she went basically as long as that leash, it would yank her and she'd fall backwards. Um, so she learned really quick, like, 
don't do that. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So you like didn't really need to use it for very long because she's like, oh, yeah. Catch writing. Hmm. <laughs> I will say that, like, from the point of view of somebody who doesn't have a kid, like, <laughs> even for me, I, this is another side story but um i call my brother dad jack whenever we go to an amusement park because he turns into that dad who would carry his daughter's like little mermaid backpack like we're twins we're the same age and <coughs> waiting in line and i remember we were waiting in line for like the millennium falcon or something like in the sun and we had just gotten there i had just put on sunscreen i was good to go and he was like here put more on i'm like i just put the plastic. <laughs> put more on <laughs> i'm like I'm like yes sir i'm like putting it on and then he's like here drink some water and he had like made us both sandwiches i'm like what is happening like you're <laughs> doing that so for somebody who's 25 with no kids and this is him now i'm talking about for somebody who's scared <laughs> i i feel like it is interesting that even when you don't have a kid you're very you're still very prepared because of money wise or especially when it gets really hot in the summer I do remember one time I was there and I was sweating so much that I thought I was actually going to pass out and I don't pass out. And the water, you know, you just could, I couldn't get enough water in my system. I was just chugging and chugging and chugging it. I didn't have a water bottle with me. So I think the water bottle thing is really the, the, the kicker is to have, is to have one of those things. Cause even though they won't, the fun fact, not so much fun, but um, fact, they will not let, they will not take them if you give them a reusable bottle, like to like Bengal barbecue or any restaurants like that, they will not fill it up for you. They will give you a cup of more water so you can pour it in there, but it's a high, it's a hygiene thing. And I guess even at the refillable water stations, you still can't put the bottle directly under it, which seems like kind of a waste. Like why would you have that there? Yeah. I forget what we did because last time we came, a woman came up to my mom and was like, "Ma'am, you can't do that. You can't put the water bottle right underneath the spigot." I'm like, "Well, how are we supposed to fill this up?" <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose of having a reusable water station. I think it depends on who's working at the time and what restaurant you know will allow it. Because I've done it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it depends on who's working. I think, um, and which restaurant you go to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, now it's going to be hard to do that after the pandemic. I don't think they'll be able to do that now. No, but they'll probably still have, like, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do, especially with drinking fountains and all that, Mishigash. I don't know what's going to happen there, but... Burn them. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to make no. water bottles then. <laughs> yeah, no outside food or drinks is probably going to be a thing or it might be a thing yeah or unless if it's like in a sealed package or something i don't know um hard to say (laughs) grace do you have any like things that you do when you're when you know as a teenager whatever that you would bring in your like anything that you did the tips and tricks for young people going in good lord um always a jacket that you awkwardly have to tie around your waist (laughs) yeah good times Definitely some water. I remember always having to plan my outfit the day before. It's not even the backpack. It's like the preparation of what I want to wear. Because the backpack, we'd throw some things in there. It's not like we would really specifically bring snacks. We would do that more so for the car right there back. Because it was over an hour and even longer trying to leave that parking lot at certain times. 
So it was the whole survival kit of the drive. But for me, the main thing was focusing on, it's like, okay, it's going to be hot. Do I want to wear jeans? But then I'm going to get too hot. Okay, if I wear shorts, and then I'll get freezing. And then do I want to bring jeans for later? But no. And then the t-shirt, but like, again, it's hot, but like, I can't wear a crop top because like, it's Disneyland. So like, <laughs> the planning of the outfit and the shoes and everything. And then I get there and there's chicks walking around in short skirts and high heels. And I'm like... I wish I could be as carefree as you, but I'm not. <laughs> I am in mom jeans. My Alice in Wonderland themed t-shirt. <laughs> with a horrible sweatshirt tied around my waist. <laughs> well, listen, the last time I just went there, I went through literally two pairs of jeans because these jeans were like older pairs. And you know how they like eventually like kind of start rubbing together and they get those holes in them? Yep. Literally two pairs of jeans in two days. I wore them each for like, you know, six hours. And I got back to the hotel and they were completely worn through and i'm like great so i have no pants now (laughs) nothing to wear (laughs) so i do recommend actually also bringing band-aids because that can actually work in a macgyver situation (laughs) tape it over where you got the holes (laughs) but get some like disney patches that you put on a jacket there you go boom (laughs) yeah you just have to carry with you at all times (laughs) I mean, true. It gets hot enough sometimes. <laughs> or a sewing kit. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can let you in with a sewing kit and a needle. I mean, you know, crazier things have happened at Disneyland. Let's be real. I mean, you have to take your belt off when you go through security. I don't think a needle's going to make it through. I think it depends on how small that sewing kit is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Any final remarks or thoughts? Anything we haven't touched on yet? Any happy memories mm-hmm. anybody has as a kid? <laughs> what was that snort for? <laughs> <laughs> Any happy memories? I, compared I to that like, Does anyone have any other happy things to say? <laughs> Do you think you guys enjoy Disneyland more as an adult? Or did you enjoy it more as a kid? i personally have only gone to disneyland like with my family except for one time as grab night and that i'm not even counting because 50 percent of that was where are you we're gonna meet up because i want to see you (laughs) you know (laughs) so personally i kind of liked it as like middle school age i know that's like you know not the correct choice but like i was old enough to fully participate in any ride you know i didn't have to be like roller coaster scared me or anything like that i also wasn't obsessed with characters but like on my birthday when mary poppins waved to me when i was like 15 or something i'm like hi mary poppins i love you 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 know so i was yeah i i feel like going as a teenager is a nice kind of age group as long as you don't freak out at i'm saying hi to a disney character this is so lame like if you're open enough to the fun of it i like that because it's a nice like i don't know it's a middle ground i don't remember disneyland too too much as a kid i remember loving uh mr toad's wild ride that's a good under mountain those were like my top picks we never really went to california adventure i don't remember that place at all except for grad night and that 
Uh, <laughs> we went on the Ferris wheel that moved, but we didn't okay. know that we went on the one that moved. So all of a sudden, we're enjoying the view, and it moves. And so there's six high school girl, high school girls screaming their heads off. So like middle school. Now after all this is over, and I plan a trip with my friends, ask me again. It might be very, 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 very different. <laughs> now this is a hard question for me because I see the merit in both sides. Because when I was a kid, I had a good time because you're so carefree as a kid. You know, you're not worrying about water and food and your backpack and everything. And you're just running up to characters and giving them a big hug, and not, nobody thinks that's weird. You know, even at Disneyland, you do get those some of those looks like, what? But, but then for me, like, but then for me as an adult, I'm like, I can go on any ride I want. I remember everything that I do. I'm in control of what I do. I'm allowed to go to what ride I want, what restaurant I want to go to. And again, you remember everything. And as a kid, you may you don't get to go on every ride, or you don't get to see. It. But I have like very good memories from each side because when I was a kid I do remember going up to Peter Pan and asking for his autograph and being so nervous because it was freaking Peter Pan I mean <laughs> so I was freaking out I was like I don't know five and of course Captain Oak didn't even scare me remotely which is crazy because he looked cool in the old days but um as an adult I still remember I do love going to the characters still but I do have a little bit of that moment of like is it weird for me to ask for their autograph like as a, like I don't mind asking like the like Winnie the Pooh and like you know the furry characters for it, but like asking like a princess or like I saw Captain Marvel the last time I went there, and my friend and I were so fangirling out anyway, and we walk up to her and we're both so nervous, and I was gonna ask her for an autograph, I throw it back at my dad like nope not doing it I can't do it I can't ask I can't ask Captain Marvel for her autograph, so it, there are two sides because again when you're an adult there are rides that you can experience and you can choose to go on them over and over again but still go on the rides that you loved as a kid and experience them in a new light so i'd say it's kind of between like being five and like 20 like 20 because <laughs> i didn't range all. i know i don't get <laughs> just the majority of your life <laughs> in between i meant either five or 22 <laughs> sorry not the whole range of numbers okay. um, Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Hang on. I know I'm not gonna make any decisions, but I can make that much of a decision. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's a hard cho choice between like five and eight, and then like eighteen and like in your twenties. So you like it better <laughs> a kid or an adult? I like that as a teenager. <laughs> and we just covered every demographic. <laughs> there we go. What about you, Sasha? What was your favorite time to go? Um, I think the magic of it I enjoyed more of as more um, as a child. Um, I think you kind of hit it on the head of, of liking it as a child because you still have that that wow factor, um, and then as an adult you are able to experience it and remember it um, and not have to follow your parents' schedule. You can go on what you want to go on. Um, and then there's that other aspect of when you be, when or if you become a parent um, and you have and you have your kid and you're able to experience those moments. That's another that's another moment that is kind of like that's also something that you look forward to because the magic kind of comes back because you see it through their eyes. So that's also something 
that's kind of fun as well. I'm literally crying. Stop sounding so <laughs> like wisdomous. <laughs> Disney, that, that's a special time. Oh, stop being so deep. It's like hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's I like I love that idea of it going like I did love taking my cousin. As much as I was afraid of losing her, it was fun. <laughs> Look, it was terrifying. I was like, I do not want to get like, you know, tossed out of my house because I lost my cousin. Um, <laughs> but you know, I got to she had never been. And I got to take her, like, they were like, here, you take her for a little bit if you want. I'm like, great. I just rolled her around wherever I wanted to take her. I surprised her with a few little goodies. And just seeing her eyes light up at all these characters, like, she really wanted to see the fairies. So I got to her to see Tinkerbell and all the fairies from the show. And she was just so excited. And to just see that through her kid's eyes, even though she's a, she's a very, like, sensitive and very, um, she looks at everything. She's very analytical. She's not like me as a kid where everything impressed me and everything surprised me. She's very much like, I got to figure out how that works. So to see a kid like that all of a sudden just light up at seeing Tinkerbell and freaking out like, that's Tinkerbell, that's Tinkerbell. It's it's such an experience that you don't get from anywhere else. And to see that as an adult, I was, I think, like 18 at the, not 18. She's not that young. Um, I don't know. I was like a teenager. And to see that as a teenager and be like, wow, I just made this little girl like have really great memory that she's gonna remember forever and all these pictures that I took and gave to her parents they're gonna have those forever like you have that picture of Abby looking at the castle it's something that you can't replace so even though you're not a kid anymore Disneyland does you know obviously it's that it's this whole spiel of being able to be a kid again so it is I do like that point of you know seeing it again even when the not the magic is gone but you know it's not as prominent as it was when you were a kid so I like I like that sentiment yeah, it kind of it comes it comes back when you when you bring a child who's never been before. It's really fun to do that. I really hope to do it again because it was <laughs> in my life seeing that little girl just going <laughs> like I <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, does anybody else have any other closing remarks to say now that I've like monopolized the? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. It was really fun. Like, I'm so, it was so cool to see that side from from a young mom. <laughs> well, because you know, you like, a lot of moms that are there like are are in their 20s or 30s, but some of them are in like their 40s, and it's so it's kind of cool to see that other side of a younger mom saying, "Well, you can do this, this, and this." Because I'm nice sure a lot. Yeah. Sorry, Grace. What were you saying? No, it's, like, it's a nice heads up. Yeah. It's a good. So many yeah. moms out there. <laughs> struggling to figure it out here's this one's for you (laughs) this one's for you got you covered and in advance (laughs) and that past 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 app will definitely it's a lifesaver right there my god it'll save your life (laughs) even as an adult without a kid (laughs) pay the extra it's so worth it it's so worth it. I know people were very much like, oh, God, like 25 bucks. I don't want to pay that. I'm like, you know what? You already paid like 400 for the ticket. Just just do 25 extra. <laughs> You'll get money for the promise. Yeah. And you just end up getting so spoiled by that app. So highly recommend. <laughs> pay for convenience anywhere. Disneyland is the place to do it. Oh, my God. Sure. And it saves you hours of time. <laughs> 
And running around, because you don't have to go to the place for the fast pass. You do it through your phone. That is true. You don't have to split up the party every five minutes and be like, oh, God, we got to get to Matterhorn now and get that fast pass. <laughs> <laughs> Which was always a thing. We would always go in and go like, oh, God, we got to go to Space Mountain and get that fast pass first so we can get one from Matterhorn in the afternoon. Just nonsense. <laughs> Such nonsense problems that I'm bringing up. <laughs> like I said, you get spoiled once you get to the app. Well, Sasha, again, thank you so much for joining us this was so eye-opening and so really sweet to hear like what you and abby do when you're there it's really cute <laughs> again thank you for having me on yeah all right well thank you everyone for listening thank you again for our guest this was a really fun show tune in next week check out our instagram for the updates and our fun little posts at magic to my ears with all the periods in them we hope you all have a super califragilisticexpialidocious day. And don't forget to look at our memes on the weekends. Yes. <laughs> have those going for us. They're tons of fun. And uh, the last one that we do, we do three memes, and the last one is one for you to do yourself. And whoever comes with the funniest comment will get a shout-out on the show. So nobody's done it yet, so we're, we're looking out for it. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye.